Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. The smoothest show on internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen, along with Mike Reynolds. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing okay, Terry. How's everything going out there in uh, Vegas tonight? Hey, everything is good. Good weather and all of that. Um, today is Sunday, October 2nd, 2016. Um, if you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click, uh, scroll down to interviews and click on listen above Gerald Albright's picture that will bring you into the show page. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Grammy nominated saxophonist selling over 1 million albums. He has released 18 albums, has appeared on nearly 200 albums by other artists, and his new album, G is his first independent release on his label, Bright Music Records. Welcome, Mr. Albright. Hi, Terry. How are you? Oh, good, good. Welcome back to the show. Um, we also are joined by a fan co-host, James Jarman, who won the co-hosting contest um, put on by Rhonda Mitch. Welcome, James. Hello. How are you? Good, good. Welcome to the show. Um, Flower Girl 32, Miss Mitch, welcome. And we also have a couple of guests in the chat room as well. So um, thank you all for tuning in. Now, I have a couple of phone calls, so I'm going to go uh, with those first because um, so we won't keep them holding. Um, I'm going to start with area code 860. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Thank you very much. Uh, this is Rhonda calling from Connecticut. And Hi, I Rhonda. To... Hello, how are you? Good, hey, good. Rhonda. Just wanted to say hello to Gerald and congratulate him on this wonderful new release. And I wanted to say hello to my fellow fan club member, James. Yes, how you doing, Rhonda? We're doing well, hey, thank Rhonda. you. Good to Hi. hear your voice. Thank you. Good to hear yours. Yes. All right. and James, congratulations on winning the contest. It's nice to meet you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Albright. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad to be here and glad I won and Mm-hmm. And uh, can't wait to talk more. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> All right, James, um, go ahead with your first question. Well, um, first of all, let me say congratulations to you on your new CD. Um, I'm loving it. I, I, I like all of the songs. I can't find which one would be my perfect. My uh, one of my uh, favorite, but um, I love Boom Boom and and Lovely Day and so forth. But uh, on this CD, I see that you collaborated with uh, Michael McDonald and Donald uh, Dougie Fresh. Uh, one of the questions that I have for you is: um, Are you are there any other musicians that you like to collaborate with? And if so, um, who are they? Well, you know, it's it's interesting, James. It's a great question. Um, those types of answers come to me when I'm right in the middle of the project. You know, every project kind of speaks to you differently. And it's depending on if I'm doing a traditional jazz record or if I'm doing an R&B record, contemporary jazz, whatever I'm doing, 
that kind of reflects on the type of people or the the list of people <clears throat> excuse me that uh that I would call on and for this particular project G uh it just so happens that uh on the tune G and Dougie uh all I heard was Dougie Fresh on that tune so uh-huh. I reached out for him and uh he he wrote the uh the rap lyrics and did the beatbox on there and I, and he just brought it home he did a fantastic job and and consequently uh the same thing on lovely day uh i just heard my vision was michael being on that particular record and uh uh when he said that he could do it i was just overjoyed man so it's nice to oh, have wow. those two but to answer your question it, it you know i have to kind of be in the project but you know, I'm one of those objective guys that uh, is willing to work with, you know, anyone that fits within, you know, the project that I'm doing. Right, right. Well, okay. great, great musicians. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And, and I'm glad uh, you're enjoying the uh, the CD. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. And I understand um, Cheryl, that you're, I, a, you're a sec. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jerry. That's okay. Go no, go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> No, I was just going to mention, I understand, uh, James, that you're a sax player as well. Yes, I am. Yes, I, um, I've been playing for quite some years now, for probably uh, about 30 years. Uh, wow. Well, more than 30 years, actually. <laughs> Gee, <laughs> now that I think That's about great. it. Uh, yeah, but I've been playing for a very long time, and I, I've, I've been listening to you, actually, you know, um, copying some of your stuff, uh, you know, but I think that, uh, you know, I, I have a deep respect for uh, your style. And, and Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. We're, it, it, it's nothing but Mayfield Parker and Cannibal Adderley put together, ah. and I had some, <laughs> some, you know, extra spices on top of it. That's right. really what it is, man. Those, those are my two mentors right there. Man. Uh, okay. Well, that, that's right. kind of one of my questions that I'm going to I wanted to ask you as well about uh, ah about yeah absolutely. But I'm sorry, um, uh, Terry. I don't mean to let you go ahead. Well, no, that's okay, no problem. Um, I wanted to go back <clears throat> to Beverly to see if she had a question. Oh my, me? <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I told you I was going to start crying, but I won't do that. <laughs> I do. Hi, Beverly. Hi, Joe. I'm so happy to meet you over the phone. Um, nice to meet you. Too. I know James Jarman. I'm, I'm just going to say this. He is a great saxophonist. He has been playing the saxophone since he was a teenager. And I had to listen and listen and listen to him play the saxophone, and he's really good. And he admires oh, your work. That's all he was talking about. I said, I got to get the CD. I got the CD. I love it. My husband and I oh, we really enjoy wonderful. it. Wonderful. I'm glad yeah. you do. I'm glad you do. And and uh, yeah. I look forward to hearing James's approach to the instrument soon as well. So, oh uh, yeah, you really yeah. Have yeah. I do have a question. Yes. Um, have you tried um, doing the blues with anyone in the past? Like the sounds of the blues. Oh, absolutely! I love the blues. In fact, um, I've recorded. Uh, a few songs over, you know, my my many years of, of recording records. Uh, I wrote a tune called Sea Jam Blues uh, <clears throat> on on uh, one of my traditional jazz records, and then 
here recently, uh, I did an, an extensive tour with Keb Moe, who's one of my favorite blues artists, mm-hmm. modern day mm-hmm. blues artists. And, um, you know, it was interesting to uh, fuse my style of playing into his style of playing. It, it, and it was, yeah. it was, it was a wonderful marriage of, of instruments and it, and it worked so well. And, uh, uh, but I'm a big fan of the blues and, and, um, uh, Georgia on my mind is also one of my favorites that uh, I love to perform both in the studio and live. Yeah. Oh yes. Well, I I love the blues. I like trying all Billie Holiday, and I like your sound. So, you know, keep it up. I'm gonna check out that blues um, CD that song you got there. Yes, yes, I look at it. And thank you, and you're welcome. You keep up the good work. Thank you, Beverly. I appreciate it. Thank you, Beverly. Oh yes, thank you. All right. Okay. Yes. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Now, okay. I, I want I want to jump into and, and ask Mr. Mm-hmm. Albright because I think that the question on everybody's mind and what everybody wants to know is, you know, you've been associated with the uh, <clears throat> label for most of your career, and now with this new release, you're releasing this on your own label as an independent. Uh, what was yes. the uh, reasoning behind that, and and, and uh, how did that come about? Well, um, that's a great question. Uh, jazz music has changed in terms of the way that it's sold, the way that it's promoted and marketed. And um, the economics of jazz has changed as well. Uh, we've lost a lot of our stations that we used to have to promote, and we've lost a lot of retail outlets um, uh, over the years. And um, so primarily our retail store now is live gigs. You know, when we sell CDs after the show and sign the autographs and all that. And um, so that coupled with the remaining out the retail outlets that we have, uh, that, that's pretty much it. And um, so I decided to <clears throat> basically take my career in my own hands. And I made a lot of moves over the past year and a half to do just that. And I felt that after 17 records, uh, I would do my best to leverage my fan base. Uh, that I worked so hard to, to you know, uh, accumulate over the years and uh, and do it my own independent way. And, uh, you know, it, it's just a different business model that seems to uh, be more in alignment with where I see myself these days. And yeah. it's, I just love being on, hands-on with, with the business side of the music as well as the creative side. So that's the main reason that I, I chose to go independent. Okay. Okay. Now, that's a great mm-hmm. lead-in question for me because I want to start off by reading uh, what Roland Martin said um, that's on the back of your CD. And uh, he mm-hmm. said, for two decades, jazz artists like Gerald Albright have been placed in the suffocating box known as smooth jazz. But in my years as an Albright fan, I much prefer to call him a funky, ice-cold jazz imp- impresario who can make your head bob while cruising down the high, the freeway with the sunroof open or make you do the scrunchy stank face of a George Clinton Parliament <laughs> classic. <laughs> what is also Boy, great that, about Doesn't you, that sound like, that sounds just like Roland, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is also great about Gerald is that he is always willing to go a little old school with a new twist. It's safe to say mm-hmm. that no matter what mood you're in, if you decided to put on G, you'll end up having a lovely day. And that is from Roland Martin. That's a nice little review there. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, I really but, appreciate him doing yeah. the liner notes on the project, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Now, well, you know, go, go ahead. Go ahead. go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I think I know the question that, that you're leading up to, and uh, uh, with regards to uh, the smooth jazz thing, you know, I came around before smooth jazz. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the music that I was doing was called Quiet Storm or R&B or contemporary jazz. Uh, smooth jazz, when I came around, wasn't even a term. Uh, it just so happens that these days uh, my music adapts to the smooth jazz um, you know the profile or 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 uh, playlist, if you if you will, but um, I'm I'm more of a uh, R&B based artist. So you'll mm-hmm. find in in my productions uh, that they have a lot more orchestration, they have a lot more weight to the productions, and and a, a, a more of a stronger R&B base because that's where I came from. You know the school of James Brown, uh, the, the Philly International sound, the Motown sound. You know, that's what I was living and breathing musically as I was growing up in the business. And uh, so that's what comes out. And uh, yeah. so, you know, so when people call me a smooth jazz artist, I have to correct them because, you know, uh, I come from a whole nother era. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I think guys, that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I think that's the reason why you're one of my uh, uh, favorite um, players, period. You know, I was introduced to your music uh, back in the early 90s with the uh, Smooth record. And uh, from there, you know, I've I just been a fan ever since and everything. And like you your your music, like like you mentioned, it has that R&B tone into it. You know, it's not just smooth, uh, mellowed out jazz. It's more up-tempo with the R&B feel to it. And that's what distinguishes you from everybody else. And that's what, what makes you great, definitely. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Michael. Thank you very much. Yeah. I was just going to mention it also doesn't hurt to be a bass player too. I mean, I, That's you right. know, I, <laughs> I love, I love the, the you know, the, the art forms of the Lewis Johnsons and the, the Larry Grahams of the world and the Marcus Millers uh-huh. and all that. So all that plays into my productions as well. Cool. Okay. All right. Let's take this phone call. Area code eight, four, seven. Welcome to talking smooth jazz. Hi, Jerry. It's Pat. How are you? Hi, Pat. Hi, Pat. Hi, Joe. I want to tell you, I have been your number one fan for years. I love you. I keep missing you from Lowe's here in Rosemont, Illinois. So my question is, when are you coming back? Well, you know, we're putting our tour together for 2017 uh, as we speak, and we hope to come come back there soon. Uh, You know, I'm trying to, with this record, I'm trying to get everywhere, both domestically and internationally so we're thinking big on this particular project so we we hope to come and see you soon but i tell you what um on my website geraldalbright.com if you go to the tour date section uh it's updated weekly and if you just you know periodically peek in there and and uh you you might find that we'll be coming to your town i think you are the most incredible musician i love you i mean i'm not trying to be a grouper or anything terry knows i am with jazz but when she told me on uh, Facebook, I'm not on Facebook anymore, but when she told me that you were, you know, speaking with fans, I just had to chime in because, girl, I tell you, your music is passionate and you love what you do. You're not like a regular musician where you're just playing, you know, for, for the fans. You love what you do and mm-hmm. you're good at it. So God bless you and continue, uh, you know, uh, doing what you do. And thank you so much. 
Oh, God bless you, too. And thank you for saying that. Yeah, I'm very passionate about the music. And, you know, we like to show that uh, whenever we're on stage, we try to give 200% every time we, we hit the stage. So thank you for saying that. You're welcome. God bless you, Joel. Thank you, Terry, for God letting bless me get you. Too. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, let's listen to some music. Um, since you talked about G and Dougie Fresh, I'm going to start with that. So we're talking to Gerald Albright. His new CD is called G, and it is available now. And this is G and Dougie Fresh. Right. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Doug E. Fresh, and I'm here with the one and only Gerald Albright. And everything is going to be all right. I call him G. Albright. And we're going to turn this thing out tonight. You ready? One, two, three. G. Albright's here tonight. And everything is going to be all right. Doug Fresh is in the house tonight. And everything is going to be all right. the smoke. It's G Albright and he ain't no joke, y'all. Laugh or riddle and not by a little chance. You'll dance cause you'd rather not sit until and not even work up a sweat. Besides we in the house, but not on yet. So relax and max and get a girl and wax and if you're wanting, there's plenty in the house to ask because hey, you, check out this club. G Albright and he's about to blow. The fresh is here and now you know this is the new jazz, hip-hop, bro. Come on!
tonight. And everything is gonna be alright. Alright here tonight. And everything is gonna be alright. And everything is gonna be Jackson, 
uh, Freddie Washington and Marcus Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sad. Good list. Okay. Yes. All right, we have another phone call. Miss Wanda, welcome. Hello, Wanda. Hi. Hi, Wanda. Hello, Mr. Albright and Miss Perry. Hello. How are you today? We're doing, doing well. Fine. How are doing you? Fine. I keep getting like a little shortage. I'm I'm doing great. I just wanted to call. Yes, I am one of the all stars in the fan club. Ah, okay. All right. I just I know, Terry, I'm one of many. Of, um, I mean, a little bit of everything. <laughs> yes, I, you uh, are. <laughs> I just wanted to congratulate Gerald on a wonderful CD. And my favorite is, is it Read Your Mind or Read Your Mind? Read Your Mind, yeah. Read Your That's Mind. That's your favorite? That's my absolute. <laughs> oh, thank you. That was yeah. a, Again, you know, one of those R&B ballads, you know, that we love mm-hmm. to perform and, and to record. So I'm glad you like it. Thank you. Yes, yes, I do. And I don't have my CD yet, but I've been listening on Spotify and other other resources. But I should have my CD soon. I think it was delivered today. But as soon as I see you, you know, you got to sign it for me. <laughs> I, got a, I got a Sharpie ready for you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> because as as you know, Terry, Michael, and James, uh, uh, I have all of Gerald's CDs. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So do I. So do I. <laughs> and they're Thank you all so mine. Thank you very much, Wanda. Enjoy, and we'll continue to celebrate your CD release. And you all have a good day. You Thank you, Wanda. Well. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye bye. Cool. All right. Bye bye. Now, now I was gonna say now one actually beat me to my next question about uh, "Read Your Mind," uh, which is an um, R&B remake of a uh, Avant's um, song "Read Your Mind." So now, how did how did why did you pick that song to 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 uh, do on this CD? I mean, because I mean that's a you know "Read Your Mind" I'm like Avant. Wow. Yeah. Well, initially I, I just love the song. Uh, my co-producer, Chris Big Dog Davis, who is from Wallingford, ah, Connecticut. That's right, um, yeah. yeah, he uh, brought the tune to my attention. And it just had a great feel to it. And uh, I just love the arrangement uh, that we did on it. And uh, so, you know, we just thought it would be a great candidate for the record. And, um, you know, once we got together to do our respective ar- arrangements, he did more of the the, the rhythm track and I did more of the the horn arrangements and and of course the the saxophone arrangement and uh, and uh, so we just put it together and it came out uh, we, we thought it came out great yeah and um, yes, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Avant as well he does great I love his stuff mm. Mm, okay yeah. <laughs> now we know tell us about the other artists that are working with you on uh, G. Well, uh, we have Michael McDonald, who is uh, doing a wonderful job on a Lovely Day. Um, the musicians, I mean, when you count the number of musicians that are on the project, I think it's it's only seven people on the entire project. And um, the drummer is J.J. Uh, J. Williams. Uh, I did all the bass guitar work on it. 
uh, Chris oh. Big Dog Davis did all the keyboards. Um, Rick Watford from Atlanta, one of my favorite guitarists, did all the guitar work on there. Uh, my daughter sung on uh, track seven, I Miss You. She did all the backgrounds on there. Um, and I believe, am I missing anybody? That's, I think that's it. <laughs> okay. So, so, so basically the, the, you know, the people who are a part of this project were, uh, you know, the chosen ones that I thought would fulfill the vision that I had for it. And um, on top of all that, it's, it's, it's special in that it's a family effort. Uh, my mm-hmm. wife, Linus, uh was the production uh, manager on the project. Uh, my daughter once again sung. Uh, my son shot the the album cover, and he's going to do my video work. He's he's uh, he's got his degree in cinematography and digital editing, and so uh, it's a family effort as well as a solo album for me. So I'm excited about that. Oh, good, good, okay. Yeah. Um, Pat has another question for you, Gerald. Go ahead, Pat. Hey, just okay. again. How are you, sweetie? I just Fine, have a question. Ben, you? One of my favorite songs that you've done uh, is I Need You, and I just want to know what inspired that song because that tune is very powerful. It's very powerful. That's <laughs> um, the words alone, I need you. I mean, when you tell someone that you need them, that's extremely powerful. So I just want to know, like, what inspired that song? Well, you know, if you listen to my entire discography, you know, I, I always like to uh, release positive music with positive energy, um, and that tune is, is is no exception. I mean, that was a collaboration between myself and one of my favorite producers and recording artists, Chucky Booker, mm. and um, and uh, I Need You is is kind of an across the board lyric uh, that suggests. I mean, you know, you can use that for whatever you're going through. You know, you may need God, you may need. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you may need your soulmate, or you it, it, whatever whatever your uh, storm is, or whatever positive things that you're going through. Uh, that that tune was designed to help to bring you uh, from point A to point B emotionally. So um, uh, you know I, I haven't uh, heard that song in a long time. That comes from an older album, and uh, it's, it's interesting yeah. that you you should mention that song. Yeah. That's one of my yeah, favorite definitely. I, I listen to it all the time. Like, I'm an accountant here in Vernon Hills, Illinois, and every now and then when I listen to music, that song always, the tune, always pop up in my head. I think it's beautiful, whatever reasons behind it. And you've helped so many people. Like you said, there's no really definition behind it. But thank you for mm-hmm. writing it and, and putting it out there because you just don't know how you inspire people with anything that you haven't really, like, made any definite decision on why you did it <laughs> but I thank you for doing it oh my pleasure my pleasure you know it, it's the equivalent uh, you know I, I listen to T.D. Jakes a lot yeah. uh, and when, when, he, when he's talking to his congregation uh, almost in every sermon he'll say you know I'm saying this I don't know who I'm speaking to mm-hmm. but something mm-hmm. told me something told me to unleash this thought to you and that's yes. the same thing that I try to do with my music. You know, I, I try to wow. uh, bring wow. that type of spirit to touch somebody in a positive way. Wow. 
And you have done that. I've had friends that I've lost over the years that, you know, just, you know, just got called them home or whatever. Whenever I hear that song like you, girl, it just really just boosts me. So I just want to tell Terry, thank you. I just, I just inboxed her a messenger. I got one more question. I'm sorry. There's no problem. <laughs> no okay. problem. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys have a good night. All right. You too. Okay, you too, Pat. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're all right, we're going to get into some more music. And since you guys were talking about Read Your Mind, that's what I'm going to play next. All right. All right.
Read Your Mind from Joel Albright's new CD, G. All right. All right, James, you have another question? Yes, which leads me to this, Mr. Albright. Mm-hmm. I have to. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can put this right so that we can you can understand the question here. But your music, especially this CD, it sounds like to me. I mean, you're listening to it like um, I could read your mind, uh, boom boom, and a lovely day. Your chord changes and progressions in this song. It seems as though you're going one way, and then all of a sudden you take us down another street with a chord that we didn't see coming. How are you, like, putting this together? I mean, how do you arrange that? I mean, I'm thinking, like, I never saw that chord coming. <laughs> well, you know, I, that's a great question. I don't think I've ever been asked that. Uh, thank you, James. I, I, I tell you, it, it really uh, comes from just musical experiences along the way. You know, uh, as a musician, we do a lot of recording sessions. We do a lot of jam sessions. And, you know, sometimes the keyboard player will throw me a chord and, and I'll go, oh, man, what was that chord? That's nice. Yeah, I like yeah, that, you yeah, know. Yeah. And, and, and you kind of make a, a mental note of that. And, uh, and sometimes, depending on what's inspiring you during the, the songwriting session, that chord very well may come out in that given tune. And so, um, I mean, that's the beauty wow. of creativity. You, you never know what's going to come out. At what given point, uh, it, it's directly reflective of the mood that you're in when you sit down at the piano, whatever the, the instrument is. Uh, if you're in an upbeat mood or just kind of a chill mood or it, even if you're not in a good mood, you can, re- you know, reflect a song on that particular mood, you know. So, right, right, uh, and I, and I right. think that's why creativity is so endless because, you know, that song, um, like Read Your Mind, uh, the arrangement of that uh, that happened in one point in time. Now, had I had I done the arrangement on that song the following week, it might have come out different. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, right. so I think that's the beauty uh, of of having that kind of spontaneous creativity. Um, and but again, it just it comes from all the experiences that led up to that point. You know, so that's the best I, way I can answer it. I, I can. You, know, you answer the question. It, I can hear it. Uh, in that in that music and uh, Chris Dog, uh, I mean Chris Davis. That is Chris Dog Davis, is uh, from Connecticut, and I'm from Connecticut as well. And so I know a oh, lot of wonderful. people. Yeah. But Chris is one mm-hmm. of those uh, those keyboardists that is awesome. I, I you know I didn't know if it was if it came from you know some stuff that he had done or whatever, but it's awesome. I enjoy, I enjoyed that that CD. I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I really am. Well, you know, you you speak of Chris, and um, Chris is one of those guys that uh, he spoils me every time I get with him. You know, his stuff is so fresh. His stuff is so fresh, you know. And you have to know that, you know, I, I employ him in the studio and in my live band. I, I try mm-hmm. not to leave home without him in my live band because uh, he inspires me so much every night. He'll throw me that special chord sometimes that makes me go a whole nother way in my jazz improvisation. And when you have that type of, and I say this uh, with a lot of weight, when you have that type of genius in your band, you just enjoy it at the time, you know, and you you just have musical recreation around it, you know. Right, right. I heard it. I enjoy it. 
so, Mr. Albright, now there's two tracks on the CD uh, where you are paying tribute um, to Bill Withers and Frankie Beverly and Mays. Tell us about those. Well, I, I have to say that both Frankie and Bill are uh, a longtime friends of mine. I toured with Bill uh, years ago along with Pieces of a Dream. Uh, this was this is pre-smooth jazz era. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I, the thing about Bill, he's a great storyteller as, as well as a great songwriter and lyricist. And we would sit on the tour bus and he would tell me stories about his past or funny jokes and things like that. And he just really was an inspiration to me and continues to be uh, 30 plus years later. So I wanted to pay tribute to him. Uh, by employing Lovely Day on the project. Uh, Frankie Beverly, uh, Frankie Beverly and Mays is one of those groups that, I mean, if they put out a new album, I would be very happy. But for me, they don't have to record another song in life because all the stuff that they've recorded up to now is enough for me. I, I never mm-hmm. get tired of Frankie Beverly and Mays' music. Yes. And yeah. they, they can do they can do Absolutely. the same show. They can do the same set list order. <laughs> Everything can be identical. And I will be right there front row center because of the oh, way that wow. music makes me feel. And uh, Frankie uh, has been supportive of, of my career on many, many levels through the years. And uh, for the same reason that I did for, for Bill, I wanted to uh, pay tribute to, to Frankie Beverly. Uh, he, he's quite a guy, and uh, I'm blessed to know both of those guys. Mm-hmm. Very Good. cool. Very, I, I, I just want to throw a side note in, in there and let you know that uh, Bill Withers, uh, one of his uh, songs is, is, is my all-time favorite is uh, Who Is He and What Is He To You? And uh, I hope that somebody just remakes that song one day, you know, because that's that's, oh, that's, that's a hot song as well. Yeah, somebody like almost. <laughs> you know, interesting. I almost recorded that song. Had I not recorded "Lovely Day," I would have recorded that particular wow. song. Wow! Interesting. You, you should wow. do it. <laughs> that's, oh, that's unreal. That's you can do it on your next wow. album. That's right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh man! Wow. All right, James. You have another question. Yes, um, Mr. Albright, I'd like for you to tell me the first thing to come to mind when I name these songs of yours. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bermuda Nights. One of my favorite islands, and that's why I wrote the song. Uh, I've, I've toured a few times to Bermuda, and uh, if you've ever gone, you know what I'm talking about. It's one of the most beautiful islands you could ever visit. And, you know, just the the ambiance there, the people, um, everything that it stands for, you know, it was just a great experience touring over there. So I came home okay. and got in the studio and wrote Bermuda Nights, yeah. Okay. Georgia On My Mind. Mm-hmm. Georgia On My Mind. Uh, interesting story. Um, we recorded that record live at a small club in Long Beach, California. And um, we did two sets. And the engineer who was recording the the show that night said, you know, Gerald, you you don't have enough music uh, recorded to make a complete CD. I'm like, you're kidding me. (laughs) You know, he says, we we need one more song. Uh, And so what what can you guys do that everybody knows? And so we kind of huddled up, the musicians and me kind of huddled up and said, man, look, we got to figure something out here. And fortunately, the audience was still there. 
so we decided on Georgia on my mind. This is a tune that uh, up to the recording I would do in my live performances. So everybody knew it. And so we decided to employ that uh, as the tune that would be kind of like a filler tune for that particular CD, Live at Birdland West. But it turned out to be the most notable tune on that CD. So that just lets you know how things work out uh, right, right. differently sometimes than, than you project, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams, uh, like on the current project, I Miss You, it's, it's one of those medium tempo ballads that uh, I, I really – I wanted to have a ballad that I could really kind of stretch out on and, and sweet, sweet dreams was one of those that I could uh, have a conversation with the horn on. And uh, uh, so I had, I had a, a, a real pleasure uh, composing that tune and, and recording it. Okay. Um, maybe I can get to ask this one. What about uh, G and Lee? G and Lee. Um, at the time that I wrote that tune, I was doing a lot of touring with one of my favorite guitarists, uh, Jeff Lorber. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Lee Rittenauer, excuse me. And um, so I, um, I wrote a tune for Lee to play. And I, it, in terms of the melody and everything, I thought that it would, it would really fit the way Lee Rittenauer approached the guitar. And hence, you know, that's how we came up with the collaboration of G and Lee. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we have a few minutes. Mike, you have a last question? Yeah, I got one more question. Uh, Mr. Albright, you have the uh, music, uh, the Bright Music Group that you're um, you know, releasing this album from on your independent uh, label. Now, I know that a lot of the younger artists in a the generation, they all reach out to you for uh, advice and things like that. Now, will you be signing any other artists to your uh, label and um, helping them out in the future? Uh, that is the vision for sure. Uh, what we wanted to do with this new label is initially springboard the company with my current uh, solo CD. And uh, as we uh, plant more seeds, I definitely want to uh, sign some artists and, uh, you know, try to fuel their careers as well. So that definitely okay, is part of the plan. Cool. Mm-hmm. All all right, well, uh, Mr. Albright, um, I'm going to close the show with another song from the CD. I'm going to let you pick it. Uh, I will. Let's see. You're gonna. That's a hard job right there. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. Why don't Why don't we do? Uh, we came to play. Uh, okay. We came to play is one of these up tempo, uh, fiery, uh, funk tunes that. Uh, you know, when we do it live, it's just going to be one that uh, all the musicians can kind of stretch out and do improvisation on. And uh, I had fun playing bass guitar on this one and, and, and the sax as well. So uh, I think this will be a nice one to close it out with. Cool. Okay, good, good. So it's, I want to thank some people. Oh, go ahead. No, no, ahead, I, I had one more question I was going to ask uh, uh, Mr. Albright. Uh, now, uh, you know, I, I made a comment on Facebook uh, earlier last week about your use of uh, social media and how you are, are kind of being very, very proficient at it and, uh, you know, and, and, and getting um, linked up with a lot of your fans and everything. So how, how did that come about? Because I know I, I don't want to put it out there like that, but a lot of the uh, more, let's say, wiser artists out there, they, they, don't, they have a hard time getting um, into the social media thing, but you seem to kind of seamlessly got, got, gotten into it and it's kind of working to reach out to people in, in, in a big way. 
Well, I love social media. I love interacting with my fans, both on a personal level and in cyberspace. And uh, a, a lot of times musicians come to me and they ask me certain questions about the horn or the bass or whatever. And I, I sometimes can't do individual lessons with everyone. So uh, social media is a kind of a platform for me to a- answer specific questions that folks have. Uh, and then even, you know, if they don't play an instrument, if they're just a fan, uh, I just like talking to my fans. I love my fans. They have been with me for uh, three and a half decades from start to finish with 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 everything that I've done in terms of taking chances with the music, doing some traditional stuff, doing some R&B, doing some, you know, uh, ballads or blues, whatever I decided to do, my fans have always been there with me. So uh, mm-hmm. I love taking the time out to, uh, to, you know, to answer their questions and, and be as interactive as I possibly can on social media. Okay. And I want to quickly um, mention the GA All-Stars. This is the fan club um, that Rhonda Mitch heads up. And what you wrote in your liner notes, you said, it's an honor to experience some of the most dedicated, supportive, and caring people in my career. Rhonda, thanks so much to you and the crew for being behind me for being there for me. Love you all. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean every word of that. And uh, Rhonda Darby, who was one of the first to come on uh, today, uh, is one of the, one of the most hands-on of the fan club members. Whenever she shows up at my concerts, she's just willing to help and uh, make me as comfortable as possible along with Rhonda Mitch and, and, uh, you know, it, it, that's just a blessing. That's, you know, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I can chalk it up to be. It's just a real blessing to to have people who take uh, a great deal of time out of their life to uh, to make me and my family comfortable. And I just love them for that. And uh, uh, after all these years to have that type of uh, a fan club and commitment, you know, life doesn't get much better than that. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, James, we thank you. Yeah. Thank you, James. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you. And thank you for fan co-hosting, James. You were great. It was a pleasure thank having you. you on. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I also want to thank Rhonda for doing the, the contest for the uh, for James. He was the winner. So again, thank you, Rhonda, for that. I also want to thank Tom Esty uh, from Tom Esty of Publicity and Promotion for his assistance Absolutely. in scheduling. Um, Mr. Albright for today's interview. So thank you, Tom, for that. And uh, so, Gerald, let everyone know where they can find you and your music, find you on social sites. Well, before I say that, I want to say a a big thank you to you, Terry, and Michael for supporting my music. Uh, I I feel the the commitment and the fact that you're both fans of my music, and I don't take it lightly. Mm -hmm. So I just want you to know that wholeheartedly. And and in terms of how to contact me, uh, you can reach me directly on my website at GeraldAlbright.com. Uh, my username on Twitter is G.A. Albright. Come and say hello there or just put my full name in, in uh, the keyword section of Facebook and all my pages will, will pop up and I'll do my best to, uh, to say hello to you if I can. Okay. All right. Well, cool. thanks. thank you again, um, both James and Gerald. Thank you so much. We appreciate having you both on. All right. James, thank you again, my friend. All right. No problem. I'll see you soon. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Best for everybody. All right. You too. Have a good day. 
Yeah. All right. This is Joe right. Albright. He has a brand new CD called G. Um, check it out. It's available on uh, Amazon, iTunes, and visit his website, GeraldAlbright.com, as well. All right, Mike, do you have anything to add? Uh, nothing else to add. Uh, like I said, um, of course, like I said, um, we're we're all big fans of Mr. Albright, and hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll be seeing him in the D.C. area at uh, the Howard Theater coming up uh, soon and everything. Okay. And hopefully I can run into him on the golf course as well. Maybe I can beat him up in some golf or something. But Oh, that's right. So I hope he's, he I, I, heard, I, heard that. I heard that. Oh, he heard that. You heard that. Okay. I actually heard that. <laughs> First tee, Mike. <laughs> he's been taking lessons, too, so you better watch out. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sounds good. Uh, love and blessings to everybody. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Um, I also want to thank those that called in, Wanda, Beverly, Rhonda, and Pat. Thank you for your phone calls as well. All right. You've been listening to, and for those in the chat room, I'm sorry. I apologize. I want to thank those in the chat room as well for joining us. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. This is We Came to Play.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.